You're listening to the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast, episode number two. Welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. Brought to you by We Promote Property, the real estate agent's marketing assistant. Now here's your host, James Mackay. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast brought to you by We Promote Property. I'm your host, James Mackay, and this is the podcast for real estate agents who want to know all the new trends and tips for real estate marketing. We've got a great show planned for you today. I'm going to be joined by Richard Easties, and we're going to chat about how real estate agents can easily and effectively outsource some of their work. Outsourcing is all about maximizing opportunity costs. Ask yourself this, what could you be doing if someone else did your admin? Richard is also going to give us a little bit about his background and why we should listen to his advice about outsourcing. This show will open up a subject most people don't know too much about. It's sure going to be interesting, so stick around. Of course, if you have any questions or suggestions, go ahead and drop me a line, james at wepromote.com. So with that, let's move on to Book of the Week. Today's book is called Made to Stick by brothers Dan and Chip Heath. In the course of over 10 years of studies, the authors have established what it is that determines whether particular ideas or stories stick in our minds or not. And Made to Stick is the fascinating outcome of their painstaking research. So how is this book relevant to real estate agents? Well, ask yourself, why is it that some things are easy to remember and other similar but slightly different things are eminently forgettable? This book offers practical insights setting out principles we can all adopt to make sure that we get our ideas across effectively. Made to Stick offers great insight into human psyche, an area that all real estate agents can get key takeaways from to help them with their pitch, positioning, and of course, the messaging. So it's called Made to Stick by Dan and Chip Heath. Check out wepromote.com.au forward slash two for more information. Okay, let's transition over to that revealing interview with Richard Easties. He's currently the founder of a new online startup, which is called Green Socks, which can be pitched as the Uber for lawn mowing. Richard got his start back in 2004 when he was a young guy living with his mum and dad and a business opportunity came across his desk. Richard went all in and bought a share of a fledgling company, Vroom Vroom Vroom, which was and is a car rental company. It creates value for car rental companies by sending them customers. It creates value for Richard and his company because they earn a referral fee for every person who books a rental car via their site. So right now, I bet you're wondering what the heck this has to do with real estate, right? Well, stay tuned. You're about to have some great information come your way. So with that, let's go straight into the interview with Richard Easties. Richard, welcome to the show. G'day, James. Today, Richard and I are going to explore the concept of outsourcing and how real estate agents can get some quick wins by having someone else do work for them. 
Richard, you and I have done a lot of outsourcing over the years and we've learned some lessons and had some successes. Let's share a bit with the real estate agents of the world. So Richard, you get in an elevator on the bottom floor and by the time you get to the top, you need to convince a real estate agent they should outsource some of their tasks. Elevator pitch, go. It costs uh, about $50,000 a year to hire someone in Australia and maybe uh, $15,000 to $20,000 a year to hire someone to do just as good a job in a different country. So you, you make an extra $30,000 a year. Well, great stuff. Now that we've got that little teaser, let's talk about you for a minute so we have some of your backstory. Why Vroom Vroom Vroom? Um, it was the right opportunity at the right time and uh, the right unique set of skills at the time. So tell us what you mean by the right opportunity. What does that mean? Um, I always wanted to run my own business and uh, I needed work at the time. So I was like, well, this satisfies a few of those boxes. Let's, um, let's get involved. And uh, you're an expert in online marketing and you've done a lot of outsourcing. Did that come in handy for Vroom Vroom Vroom? At the time, I barely even knew what outsourcing meant. Right. But my experience with online marketing um, I thought was a good opportunity. So I, the previous owners of the business, they, they wanted me to help them out and I did. And, you know, within 12 months I had bought so you helped them out and then bought them out. Yeah, that's it. All right. So aside from vroom, 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 talk us through what you've done over the years and some of the key lessons that you've learned. Um, regarding outsourcing, there's, there's lots because I had no experience and when we started outsourcing, there wasn't anyone else to learn from um, either. So I made all the mistakes and um, I'd be happy to share some of them. Yeah, I guess the good news for our audience is that they can learn from your mistakes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. Now, you're currently running your new startup called Green Socks, yeah. uh, which might be interesting for real estate agents listening to the podcast. Tell us about it. Yeah, so um, I needed someone to mow my lawn and I found that the industry is very underdeveloped. There's a lot of uh, that people that don't answer the phones or don't respond to messages. Uh, it's a very immature industry. Um, there's a couple of guys doing it really well, like Jim's mowing. It's quite sophisticated. However, there just, there just needs to be a better way that's more affordable for everyone as well. So I help anyone with a lawnmower to make money by mowing other people's lawns. So let's talk about how it could be beneficial for a real estate agent. They've got an open sure. home on Saturday. Yep. They can call you or get on yep. the website and say, my property is in uh, blah, blah, blah suburb. Yep. And you nominate how large the size of the grassy area is. Yep. And then what happens? Yeah. So we send someone to mow the lawn and then send the bill, which last time we had a real estate agent actually contact us. It was for a million dollar apartment in the city. It had a small patch of grass and it cost forty. Five dollars for it to be mown and properly groomed and with proper edges, because uh, they just wanted to look perfect for the auction. No doubt that increased the uh, yeah. the perception of the place for the open right. home. Yeah. So if you were to start another business today, let's pretend you don't have green socks, but yeah. you've got a bit more time up your sleeve. If you were to start another business today, what would you bring to the table? I would bring uh, creative marketing and uh, ability to manage multiple people. 
and your height, considering you're nearly seven foot tall. <laughs> I don't think that's going to really help. But <laughs> well, yeah, it's a basketball <laughs> shop. Yeah. Uh, now, look, the concept of outsourcing is probably somewhat foreign to our listeners, being mainly real estate agents. We know that Telstra and some of our banks, like ANZ and National Bank or NAB, outsource their call centers to India and the Philippines. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. So there's different types of outsourcing depending on your business. Uh, there's full outsource. So you can get a whole office, including the, the actual office space in the Philippines or wherever. There's the option of having some located in Australia and some overseas. And then there's also the DIY, which you just do your own hiring and firing with the staff directly. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that soon because that's an interesting point. Mm. Real estate agents, however, are listening to this and possibly thinking, this has no relevance for me. So let's nip that right in the bud. Uh, what kind of things can a realtor outsource? Yeah, there's um, if there's ever any writing, like property descriptions, and that's obviously something that can be outsourced very well. Some of their English is better than my English in the Philippines, <laughs> um, which doesn't say too much, but it's still enough. Um, there's graphic design, programming, social media management, emails to get more listings, for an example, like any kind of marketing that needs to be done. All right, that's great. So we've talked about the sort of things that people can outsource. Why don't you tell us about the benefits of, for instance, having your own office over there, full service office, and then DIY hiring and firing yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, DIY was my personal favorite, like to get my hands dirty. And it turns out it's also the cheaper option. So when you seek out hiring someone your, yourself, the biggest benefit is you have access to a lot more options as well because there's a lot of people, like a lot of mums, that want to work from home. And they're not able to do that if they work at one of the outsource offices. And uh, the outsource offices also cost more because there's management fees, desk space fees, internet fees. So we found, I found the best value for money was when I would hire my own staff, which is great for up to 10 staff. Beyond 10 staff, it becomes a bit tricky to manage so many people yourself. Off-site. Off-site. Gotcha. So uh, the same as anything, the first step's often the hardest. How do we know where to start? Is there outsourcing for newbies? Do we jump right in and hire staff in the Philippines or is there some less confronting way to get started? Yeah, I, I simply tried it out. I like to do experiments. So I was like, right, I'm going to do a $50 experiment and see what I can get for $50. So I went on to one of the popular... Um, outsourcing websites. Can you give us an example? Uh, it was called Odesk, but it's now called Upwork. Upwork. You can check the show notes for links to Upwork. Yeah. Uh, so I went to Upwork and I was like, just write, I was very lazy because I was like a half hour experiment and I wrote down what it is I was looking for and I was expecting maybe one person to respond, but like a hundred people responded and I was like, wow, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Now, how do you choose the right stuff, right? Yeah, that's it. So that leads me to my next question. It's not all peaches and creams. There's some tough times with outsourcing. For instance, um, how do you know which staff to choose and how do you know how to manage the staff properly? Yep, this is probably where my tips would be the most helpful. Shoot. There is some different rules. The, the biggest problem is reliability. So hiring someone in Australia, there's a higher chance they'll be reliable and do a good job than there is overseas. That's, I'll be honest, that's the biggest negative. However, there are rules that are different over there that you can use to your advantage to 
make that a non-issue. So in Australia, it's very diff, um, difficult to, it, it's slower to hire, fire, or, and hire and try them and fire them. Like there's a three-month rule, there's legal stuff, there's lots and lots of paperwork. Whereas when outsourcing, you can hire and fire someone in the same day quite easily. So for a lot of the jobs that needed to be done, let's say there's 100 plus people that applied, I would review their resumes. Um, I'd put in questions like, what's your favorite movie and why? To test that I even read the job, the uh, description of replying. If they didn't answer it, then I'd be like, well, they haven't even read and they can't follow my instructions. They're so just applying yeah. for all the jobs. So I'd look at the rest of the applicants that say I got it down to 10 and I interviewed them a little bit further. I would hire three of them to do the exact same job that would might only bit like take them a day or two. And I wouldn't tell them they're competing with each other. They don't know I've hired three people, but I'm hiring three people to the same people just to see which one meets my expectations most. That gets out of the problem of reliability. So I felt like it was an unfair advantage using this trick because I could see competition hiring someone and then trying them out for a few weeks. You can't afford that when the reliability no. is too low. So hire the same person to do the same, oh, sorry, hire different people to do the exact same job for a couple of days to try it out. It might cost only $200 extra, but it saves you weeks and weeks of management and utter frustration of being disappointed with the reliability. Yeah, okay. So that leads me to bloopers. You must, you've done this for a long time. You've seen a lot of people try outsourcing. Tell us, we love bloopers on the show. Tell us some of the bloopers that you've seen people do outsourcing. Yep, so we hired what I thought was the perfect person. Their English was immaculate. Their, the work they've done was like, wow, I, this is just fantastic. And they started, I, we had, had a conversation on Skype. I was expecting to see something that afternoon and that was the last I heard of them. Oh, really? Never to be seen of again. Um, uh, there was also the person with the perfect English in their application. And then when I speak to them over the phone for the first time, I realize that they can't speak English at all. So it was obvious that they were at an agency themselves and they weren't working for themselves. They were working for someone else who was just getting jobs and they were being passed around. What, what I hired wasn't the person that was responding. So it's important, obviously, to do yeah. this interview process so you don't end up yeah. with a dud. Yeah, it's very, it's very easy to end up with a dub which is why it's important to hire and fire faster than you would in Australia. A lot of people try outsourcing, but they either don't follow through or they don't do it twice. What are the top reasons people give up on outsourcing for? There is obviously the reliability thing that we've already sure. talked about. Yep. Um, price, like uh, they might be cheaper per hour, but if, it, if they have to do twice as long, the price doesn't end up being as uh, effective. I yep. guess that would also include the management of the staff yep. as well. The management as well. Um, the time to manage, yep, it can be complicated if you're not good with communicating using technology. Um, and yeah, some people are disappointed with the quality of work. And that would mainly be for things where English might be a problem? Exactly. Um, I do have some tips for hiring uh, English people though, uh, people that need to be good with English. Well, good. That's what you're here for. Share it with us. Yeah, great. All right. So there's the movie one. I like to see 
asking what their favorite movie was wasn't to get what their favorite movie was it's to get them to respond with also why it was their favorite movie to see if they had the ability very quickly to identify if they had the ability to write english in their own way and with their own style um and there's a website out there i forget the exact name but it is basically a website on how to answer westerner questions and if they weren't confident they would go to this website to get the answers to questions like what's your favorite movie and we knew what those favorite movies were because they would we know that they'd get their answer from this website because you could go to that website yeah. too so this is kind of a blooper as well we asked 100 people what their favorite movie was and 10 of them no 10 of them said happy a spotless mind a happiness of spotless mind or something like that it was it was very popular at the time and they spelt it wrong all of them <laughs> So um, the website had it spelled wrong. Yeah. And um, so that was very helpful. To, and the other way to help find English speakers is just to have a conversation with them on the phone. Um, and this is, a, this is a good trick. Um, I had an audio recording that was pre-recorded and I would get them to answer questions based on that recording. Right. And the recording was... Uh, an example customer that I would have that they would be speaking to. So a strong Australian accent. On the phone, they, on would, the be, phone. they would be doing be customer a, support on the phone. Yes, customer support on the phone. And just to see if they can understand the accent right. of, some, of our typical provider, um, it's, a, it's a good way for them to t test. Might, might be just five very simple questions based on the audio recording. And that, that would help. That's a good idea. Mm. Okay, so let's talk about the sort of things that a real estate agent might do. They might want to get a Facebook graphic done, find someone to uh, manage their Twitter account or write property profile descriptions. Where are some of the places that real estate agents can go to do some outsourcing? You mentioned Upwork before. Yeah, uh, 99designs is pretty good for getting design work done. And there's a few coding specialist ones uh, like Hire, Freelancer, I've never used that one. Um, and sure. WP Curves, another coding one yeah. if you're doing WordPress. Yep. Um, and obviously you're a specialist in real estate, wepromote.com.au. They, they help with outsourcing for real estate agents. Top quality outsourcing. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and fiverr.com would be oh, a, yeah, Fiverr. a little one to use for short jobs. Yeah, I found the reliability on there is mixed as well. Um, I guess that's what happens when you only pay $5. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now... Quick wins. What can a real estate agent do for outsourcing to get a quick win with outsourcing by the end of the week? Create an Upwork account and put on their job description and just have a look at the applicants that come through. That's an excellent idea. Richard, we're just about out of time. So why don't you let us know where people can learn more about you and get in contact if they want more information on Green Socks or want to pick your brain? Just uh, go to greensocks.com. Um, there's a contact form there. Say hi or send me an email, richard at greensocks.com.au. Remember to listeners, jump on our website to get the show notes where you can get the transcription of the show. And as a special gift, we've put together a checklist to get you started with outsourcing. It can save you time and money, and I hope it does. Would you get more listings or make more sales calls with all that extra time that you'll have? So get your checklist at wepromote.com.au forward slash two. Richard, I love to finish off episodes with a quirky fact about the guest. 
I had two to pick from for you. You shot a pumpkin with a purple AK-47. But the winner is you once worked 36 hours straight and ended up on Channel 7 Sunrise Show to talk about it. What was that? <laughs> so um, I used to be a chronic procrastinator. I used to sit at home and then go to YouTube and Facebook and Reddit and alternate between them. And I one day decided I didn't want to do that. So I wrote, I came up with a way that worked for me of stop to stop procrastinating where I wrote a to-do list every morning and I won't let myself go to sleep until that to-do list is done. So I did, and twice in 10 years, it meant working 36 hours straight. And uh, a journalist interviewed me about it, which led to it being on the radio and Sunrise. But it wasn't a story about how I beat procrastination. It was a story about sleep deprivation. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's a bit weird, but I didn't want to tell Koshi he was wrong or... So I was like, okay, I'll just... You still got the free publicity. I got the free publicity, so that's how that all happened, yeah. Richard Eastie's from Green Socks. Thanks for talking to us today about outsourcing. Thank you. Righto. We'll see you next time. And in the meantime, keep selling. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.com. We promote.com.au